Hello, and welcome back to A Room Above the Attic, a true crime podcast where I, Hannah, describe horrific murders to my father. I'm David, her father. Welcome back to another uh, episode. Yeah. Um, Last week, we traveled to the Wild West for um, the Kentucky Cannibal Boone Helm. That's right. That was that was a doozy. Yeah. He he did some pretty uh, amazing things, but yeah. also killed a lot of people. Yeah, um, which is not which so is great. actually why he was on the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't because but, he was like a really kick ass gunslinger. Right, right. <laughs> no, uh, killed and ate people. Yeah, which is um, less than stellar. Yes. So. Uh, but that was an interesting story, and I uh, appreciate you uh, bringing that to me. Yes, thank you. Today, though, I'm going to flip our little podcast on its head. Ooh, okay. okay. So I am bringing you a story. I thought, you know what, you do all the research, and I, ju- I listen and kind of give you my take on things. But today, I'm going to bring you a story I hope, and I think you'll think is pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So... I don't know. You know, our family has always been excited about or interested about the Wild West. Yes. Okay. Movies. Are we traveling back there? We're going back to the Wild okay. West, baby. Okay. Um, and uh, we we love the movies. We love the history, the outlaws, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And um, so anyway, I thought we'd just stay here just one more episode and I could tell you a little tale. Ooh, okay. Okay. Does it involve Emilio Estevez or Este, whatever the the Estevez. mighty, yeah, yeah. The mighty ducks guy, Billy uh, the Kid. Billy the Kid, no. Dang it. No, he is not in this because he is yeah. alive today, and we are going back to the old west. I want to meet him. <laughs> I think that would be pretty cool to meet him. I think he's probably a pretty cool guy to meet. Yeah. Um. Let us know if you've met him. Yeah, let us know if you met him and how cool that was, or uh, hopefully it was cool. Yeah. But if it was uncool, um, I guess let us know that, too. No, don't let us know. Let oh, yeah, me don't live. pop the bubble for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are we ready to go back in time? Yes, okay. we are. All right. I am, at least. Okay. I can't speak for everyone, but okay. I know I am. All right, so here we go. The place, okay, was okay. Kansas. <gasps> Ooh, okay. Kansas. The year was 1872. I thought. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Thought, We're already yeah. in a hiccup. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Seriously, two bits of information there, <laughs> innocuous to what the actual story is, and we're already, we've already hit a hiccup. Because, okay, this is like, gonna take you forever said if you're gonna 1872, say. and in my mind, I automatically went, oh. 1972. I was like, wait. Okay. All right. That's not right. <laughs> okay, so uh, we are in Kansas in the year 1872. Okay. Okay. Okay, I got it now. Near the Great Osage Trail. I hope okay. I said that right. Osage, Osage. Osage, I think. Osage, because it's okay. in America. Yeah. What would eventually become the Santa Fe Trail. Well, I did an entire project on the Santa Fe Trail. Our um, Shoots and Ladders still has the Santa Fe Trail game in it. Nice. Yeah. All right. I think I remember that. Okay. So the Santa Fe Trail or the Osage Trail 
they uh, what the Osage Trail. Uh, I did a little bit of research on this just so we could get some feel. It was mm-hmm. a, uh, a buffalo uh, migration path that oh, the buffaloes okay. took. That's how it started out, right. and then people saw the path because you know when buffaloes migrated, they uh, they left a big path mm. in their wake. Um, so uh, people saw that and they just naturally followed the path right. they made. So that became the Osage Trail, which then became the Santa Fe Trail, starting in Independence, Missouri, and ending around Santa Fe, but you could also take another trail down to Mexico. Okay. Okay. So the trail was known to be dangerous for marauders, and since it was trespassing on First Nations lands, trying to be uh, politically correct there. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. You yep, know that was how... for you, yeah, yes, thank and you. for everyone else. Um, okay, so uh, the so since people were technically trespassing on First Nations lands, uh, they did not take kindly to the intrusion. So sometimes there was some right. scuffles and yeah. some, uh, but there was a lot of outlaws. A lot of people were just trying to steal <laughs> things and and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, still, the uh, the trail was important to uh, was an important trade route and a gateway to the west, and it right. was important for manifest destiny. I I took right? an entire a big one course there. on um, westward expansion. Right. So I love this. Okay. Already. Okay. All right. So it's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Okay. So it was, uh, but it was being noticed that uh, in. In this certain area of mm-hmm. Kansas, more people were disappearing as they passed through than was usual. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. They're... So that's a little beginning, a little a little taste. Maybe they're all just together. They, like, created a town, and one person comes, and they're like, Hey, we, we snuck away, and we have this really awesome town. You should come. And then more people are like, okay, let me bring a friend. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And they're just out there partying in this town. <laughs> okay. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> I'm not sure where we went there. You dismissed that. Okay. Um, so anyway, so that's a little bit of the flavor of okay. where we're at in, right. in America, in Kansas yeah. in 1872. And people are disappearing. And people are disappearing more than usual more to... Than usual. Uh, First Nations and to marauders and uh, outlaws and all that. I'm going to go ahead so, and blame the marauders. Okay. Well. That's where I'm placing right. the blame. Okay. So there was a family called the Benders, Benders. Who would make a claim of 160 acres near what is now known as Cherryvale, Kansas. Mm. Okay. The family consisted of Pa, who was John Bender, <laughs> senior, Ma, her first name, it, there was different accounts of what her first name was, but Elvira was one of them. Uh, daughter okay. Kate, she was a spiritualist known for her psychic abilities and beauty. Ooh, psychic abilities. So, yeah, spiritualism was a huge thing right, yeah. at that time. Like, you know, uh, if people claimed they could communicate with the dead, that, you know... Uh, people would flock to them to try to talk right. to their long lost yeah. loved ones, and like, stuff um, like that. Mary Winchester and the Winchester yes. House. Yes, exactly. So, um, and then there was also that was the daughter Kate, and then there was also the son John Bender Jr., okay. also known as Thomas for some reason. I 
couldn't figure out why <laughs> maybe, why they called him Tums. Maybe one day he just like That might met have been his guy. middle name, but yeah. I can't say that for sure. Maybe he met a guy named a really awesome guy, like Boone Helm type guy named Thomas, who's like, you know what? I wanna be like Thomas, so I'm just gonna change my name. And there you go. That's what he did. Okay, so the family built a one room home equipped with a canvas curtain which separated a living area from a general store that also served home cooked meals. It was an inn as well. Oh. So and peop and um so travelers would stop to resupply and have a meal before they continued out west. Right. Um Kate also uh was another draw to people due to her spiritualist uh activities right. and psychic abilities and it did and it helped that she was easy on the eyes apparently. Right. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes so, um, travelers were known to spend the night there as well okay. okay so it's like an inn and stuff yeah it's also yeah so some of the things that i read called it an inn right. so general store and inn mm -hmm. but it was also their house and it was only a one-room cabin yeah okay but okay. it was separated by that canvas so okay. you know the general store and uh restaurant was on one side their their living quarters were on the other side okay, okay. so um actually fun fact they still kind of do this in small towns in Germany. At least that's what my German teacher said. Okay. She said, like, you'll go into a small town and there'll be, like, no shops. But because everyone's so close-knit, they automatically know who has the groceries and stuff. So you ask them and you go up to their house. And you just and get you groceries just, yeah. from, like, your neighbor. Yeah, oh. basically. Huh. So that's the way okay, well, they didn't have to do this here because the vendors had a, a general store. Right, they was <laughs> probably like well known, like uh, yes. general store on um, the building. Yes, okay. and you know on the Santa Fe Trail, people needed to resupply, right? Restock stock up. Oh, that's big so, business then. Um, yes, so I'm sure they were doing okay. Yeah. So March 1873. Okay, this is where we take a turn. Okay. Okay. So we're in March 1873. Dr. William York from Independence, Missouri, mm -hmm. disappeared after getting off the train at Cherryvale. Uh-oh. Okay. So it is important to note that Dr. York was there because he was in the area to investigate the dis disappearance of his former neighbor, George Longcore, and his infant daughter who were moving to Iowa. And they just disappeared. Oh, not the baby. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Wow. I know I was not, and there's more to come on that. But, oh, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they, they disappeared. So this uh, Dr. York went to see if he could figure out what happened to him, and he disappeared. Uh-uh. Okay. But Dr. York had two powerful brothers, Kansas Senator Alexander York and Colonel Edward York, who wanted, of course, to find out what happened I'm to kidding. their brother. Okay, right. so a senator... And a colonel, uh, you know, they're going to figure this out, mm -hmm. or, you know. Um, plus, you know, and there's probably money behind them. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> like, they have the money to do it. So, Colonel York led the investigation in Labette County. During the course of the investigation, they spoke to the benders right. about York. Okay? okay, so the benders are going to be the central uh, uh, players in this, all right? Mm -hmm. so, uh, so, they spoke to the benders about York. Uh, there were a couple differing accounts on, on uh, when I was doing my research, but um, it is reported that they claimed to have denied all knowledge of York. <laughs> okay, they didn't know who he was; had never seen him. That sounds there was another report. <laughs> there was another report that said that uh, he did come through. They said they 
said he did come through, but he he left and was fine. Okay. And just continued. And at this time, it's so easy just to place the blame on um, the people in the First Nations. Right. Indians got them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, uh, but it it was reported that they, you know, in in the in a newspaper that they did ask and they said they didn't even they did, had no knowledge of him. Uh, <laughs> while being questioned, Ma Bender flew into a violent passion, quote unquote, <laughs> as reported by the Weekly Kansas Chief when asked of a report of a woman who had threatened who was who had been threatened with pistols and knives at their inn. Oh, no. All right. Yes, but Ma claimed the woman was a witch. Okay. Okay. And a a bad bad and wicked woman whom she would kill if she ever saw again. Oh, my. Okay. Okay, well, Oh, and it should be noted that, and although this has nothing to, you know, do with anything, but Ma and Pa, they think they were German. Because they had an accent, people thought that was okay. uh, their accents were German. Okay. Okay. Well, hold on. Wait a sec. Okay, so that woman's a witch, and she's gonna kill her. But what? Your daughter also has like abilities, right? Like she, Kate was a psychic. So, so the woman traveler stopped there. Ma says the woman traveler was a witch. Right. Right. But like logically, oh well, how does of course, that work yeah. Out? No, she's not gonna say bad things about her own daughter. I see what right, you're saying. Right, but, like, isn't that on, on the same level? Yeah, I think Thank she was you? just trying to say she was a mean woman, and she didn't like her. Okay. So I guess that's what you did to people you didn't like in that those days. <laughs> you chased after them. You drew but, your pistols and knives and... Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, I yeah, imagine I they have some big knives, too, because yes. of the restaurant. Bowie knives, you know. Yeah. Right? Um, so, uh, eventually, uh, well, sorry. During this time, the township met, township met at the local schoolhouse to discuss the concerning events. You know, people disappearing, right. York disappearing. Now the colonel has come to town asking questions, got town to notice. Okay. So they right. met at a schoolhouse to try to figure out what's going on. Okay. Right. Ma and, or no, sorry. Pa and John Jr. were there. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. It was decided that uh, the town decided that every homestead would be searched for evidence of the missing people, but bad weather came in and uh, postponed the search. Uh-oh. Okay. So, yeah. But also... So it's, and it's always bad weather. It's always bad weather that's stopping things, right? But Especially in back Kansas. in the day. <laughs> Oh no, Kansas gets some snowstorms. I don't know. Oh yeah, I remember one um, girl in my, like, I forget what class it was, but she went to Kansas for Christmas and she got stuck there for like a week. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and then there's uh, thunderstorms, there's tornadoes. Right. Oh, tornado, yeah. Right, so yeah. But whatever it was, it, it, it stopped the search. So... I can't imagine heavy rain would stop the search. Who? Well, I don't know. They didn't have four by fours. You know, they did have horses, which could go. But if they were traveling with wagons, they could get stuck in the mud very oh, that's easily. That's true. Right? But also, so, why not walk from homestead to homestead then? Well, they weren't next door to each other either. 
Oh. They were miles away from each other. Oh. So when I say neighbor, I mean like farming like, neighbor, like a mile away or more. Okay. Was their neighbor? Okay. So. Okay. Oh, okay. I get okay. It now. All okay. right. We got it. Not like okay. neighborhoods Man, now. Man, you are youngin. <laughs> Sorry, right. I wasn't alive in the 1800s. No, well, I, how old do you think I am? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Okay, so, um, okay, so you know the town. Let's get back on track here. The town decided they were going to search the uh, uh, all the homesteads were in the area to see if there was any uh, uh, evidence. Pa and John Jr. were in attendance, but bad weather. Postponed okay. Search. okay. Eventually, a neighbor noticed starving animals on the Bender property and went to investigate. Mm-hmm. He found the homestead empty. Uh oh, they fled. Uh, the border, the Benders had fled and took only a wagon and very little else. That's okay. weird. While searching the house. Okay, so this. Okay. I, I, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to. Figure out that the no, benders are our perpetrators here. Yeah. Okay, but we're gonna we're gonna take some turns here, okay. some twists and some turns. Okay. Hold on, it's gonna be a wild ride. Okay, so while searching the house, someone found a trap door behind the canvas curtain. Oh. Okay, in the floor, leading to a foul-smelling cellar. Uh, kind of like what happened with Bella Kiss. Like yeah. they opened. Oh yeah, they did find some uh, a secret and, room with Bella Kiss, didn't they? Yeah, and like yeah. his basement was filled with like gallon drums, both alcohol and people. people. Okay, so yeah, so they went down to the uh, cellar and to this foul smell smelling cellar, and uh, the cellar was drenched in blood. Blood everywhere. I'm guessing it's not animal blood because it's pretty hard to get cows downstairs. So, you're, yeah, you're not going to bring your cow in your house. <laughs> no. Drop it down into the cellar and butcher it there. No. Okay. You're not um, Boone Helm, who literally oh, took yeah, his drove horse his, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, horrified, the group lifted up the cabin... And they lifted d- they, it up. Yeah, they lifted it up. How dug, would you do that? You know, I, I'm not sure the process, but you know, those pioneers, <laughs> those pioneers were enterprising people, and these were all land claim people. Like they, right. they were there working the land oh, that had the, never been worked before. For the Homestead Act. Yeah, I'm these betting. are some tough, tough people. Okay. Oh so. yeah, that's why they enacted the Homestead Act because like you could get all this free land, but only if you could farm off of it. Right. Right. Which so, was very hard. Um, so they they lifted up the uh, cabin and dug up the ground, but found nothing under the cabin. Huh. Okay. So then they decided, hey, uh, over there, there's a freshly plowed garden. Okay. All right. Let's let's check that out, shall we? Uh, this is where they found York's body. Ooh, okay. he was under the garden. He was in there. They buried him in the garden. They, they, he wasn't growing. The garden wasn't growing. Well, no, no if they plant dead people. But unless those, they expect that's zombies. really good nutrients. I mean, I don't I'm know. Sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I, was... I know this. I'm a, 
forensics, dude. Okay. Okay. So we're not going. <laughs> that was a deep dive right there. Okay. So um, the back. Oh, okay. So they found York's body. The back of his head was smashed in, and his throat was slit. Ooh. Okay. That seems a little aggressive to bash the head in, and then the throat. Because like if well, you the, just did the throat, they're, they're bashing they the head in to it. knock him out. Right, they're but then slitting the throat to was, kill him. If his head was bashed in, he wouldn't he already be dead? I, I really think they're just I don't know. Being they're being thorough, thorough but okay. no, yeah, not necessarily. He's not anyway. So that's okay. how they did. Okay, so you're you're saying it was overkill? Yeah. Okay, so that and it could have been. It could have been. Um, in their search, they also found George Longcore and his infant daughter. Oh, not the babe. What kind of monster kills a baby? Yeah, well, and there's even more uh. to that. Uh, so, and, and I'm sorry to, to tell you this, but this is part of the story. Uh, uh, investigators believe that it was possible that the daughter was buried alive because there were no obvious injuries to her oh body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they killed the father and just threw through the baby and oh, that's, uh, that's horrible oh my gosh yes yeah like absolute well we kind of already know they're insane yeah if they're chasing after people what this is an entire a baby yeah this is another level yeah like you, yeah. how old like toddler well, well the reports say there were infants then there were some reports that just said you know young daughter so oh. um I can't be 100% sure how old she was oh, but one report did say she was an infant so That's yeah awful yeah yeah that was bad and i knew i knew that we were gonna hit a speed bump with that one yeah yeah yep. you just don't do that okay so there there were varying reports of the total number of victims found on the property but it is averaging around 12 okay victims but the benders may have killed as many as 21, they say. Oh my, that's a And they huge just never found them. I saw reports where bodies were found at, on creeks with the same MO, but they mm. didn't, they weren't sure if it was the benders. Right. You know, or, and stuff like that. So it could have been as many as 21, but the 12 bodies were found right. on the property. But also they're moving along in a wagon, so. Right. When we don't know, do we know where they went? Well,. Not exactly. They're 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 okay. So let me. So keep going. like, there could be more victims out there that they just don't know about. Right. So that number could be a lot higher. Than it could be the twenties. Okay. Well. Okay. So, all right. So let me keep going. The investigators believe that guests of the inn were directed to sit with their backs to the cur- canvas curtain. Someone would be waiting behind the curtain, of course. And we knew something was happening with that curtain. Mm-hmm. So somebody would be waiting behind the curtain to hit the victims on the head with the hammer, then dropped them into the cellar where another bender was waiting to slit their throat and take their valuables. Okay, this is what oh the investigators thought probably happened. After hearing the story, a Mr. Wenzel recalled a time when he had been at the inn and declined to sit next to the cur- curtain, which caused Ma Bender to become angry and abusive. And when he saw the male benders emerge from behind the curtain, he and his companion decided to go ahead and leave. Just like the witch lady. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh. So uh, yeah, maybe that witch lady actually didn't yeah, want to. The sit. reason she blew up is because she wasn't sitting in the right place. Right. Right. Oh, that's kind of like the. Uh, what was it? Wild Bill who always had to sit with his back against the wall. Right. Somebody the one could, time he didn't. Yeah. Somebody, somebody got him. So so yeah so uh, there was a Mr. Wenzel uh, that made it out alive, and then another traveler. Uh, named William Pickering told a similar story where hmm. yeah so so yeah so that is that I think that's quite a story so what they were doing is they were killing these people for their money right right just for the valuables for their money and stuff like that uh, the crimes caused a sensation across the country, drawing many journal- journalists and over 3,000 people to the crime scene. <laughs> 3,000? That's what it said, 3,000. Yeah, that was crazy. The house was disassembled and taken away piece by piece by souvenir seekers. Oh, okay. oh that's kind of like uh, we were learning about relics and stuff. And I guess like we were talking about um, how there's like probably probably like enough of the original cross roaming around out there than was actually in the cross itself um so that was interesting like that so interesting to me how um like everyone everyone like the the Notre Dame cathedral just burned down and they were able to save all these relics I use quotation marks because we can't obviously yeah. say if they're true but they actually saved a... I saw pictures today yeah was I was so excited yeah and, uh, and now I, you know it, it's still there uh, I two rich philanthropists gave oh, yeah, there's like three million dollars to restore it and so I heard gonna, all this original stained glass survived good and yeah. just a few of the modern pieces need to be repaired. Okay. But like a priest created. Okay, wait, we can't. Okay. We're getting way Well, hold on. Off this is a cool base. part. Okay. And it just happened, so it's news. Okay. But a <laughs> priest, um, I, and other people created a human chain, uh-huh. and they just passed around all these relics and art pieces. Okay. And that's how they all survived. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. 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 They Including they worked together to save uh, be... Notre Dame. Yeah. Including what could be like an original piece of the thorn crown Jesus wore. Oh. Because they like to do that. Like they have like body parts in their cathedrals there. Like fingers, fingernails, locks of hair. Uh-huh. So that's crazy. <laughs> okay. So, okay. um, all right. So yeah, 3,000 people came. They uh, disassembled the house by piece by piece uh, to take as souvenirs. Which is one reason they do not know where the exact location of the cabin was on the <laughs> property. So there's a marker there, uh, uh, you know, uh, commemorating the fallen. Okay, <laughs> but, not, uh, not telling the it's, story it does, of the It's not at, at, on the exact place because they don't know exactly where it was. Because first the house was lifted up and moved so they could dig, and then <laughs> it was totally taken away. That yeah. reminds me of the um, Doc Holiday grave. Like it could be here, but it also yes, may not be. Exactly. Um, 
Senator York, brother of one of the victims, you know, we remember Senator, mm-hmm. he offered a $1,000 reward for the benders, and the governor offered another $2,000. So that's there was, a lot yeah, That's a money. lot of money back in the day. Uh, turns out, okay, so here, here's another twist and turn. Okay. Hang on. Turns out. Oh, turns no. out none of the benders were really named Bender. They just moved into the end, uh, area assuming the name Bender. Oh, my. Okay. How did they find that out? Um, you know what? I, I'm not sure how they found this. I, I think the investigation revealed, uh, when they went back mm. into it, when they, when they went back and tried to figure out where they came from, they, they found this out. But, they like, there um, wasn't benders, but there was so-and-so. Right. And hey, a lot of people went missing when they were in town. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Ma and daughter Kate could have really been mother and daughter. Okay. Or okay. they could not have been. Well, they probably were. I think most accounts say they were mother and daughter. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that's not concrete. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several different theories as to Ma's name, as I said. It could have been Elvira, Elmira, or or something like that. Uh, Mike. Mike. <laughs> I think it's her last Mike. name. M-E-I-K. So Mick. Mick. Mike. Maybe Mike. Ma had been married before this mm. to... Uh, um, Do we know and it is said that him? all well several times before this this uh, and set, all of her husbands times. several several seven? not set no several several okay. times seven. okay Jeez, grammar Nazi <laughs> grammar I don't know well seven and several are two different things okay so um I, I, listen you're gra- no, you're gonna be grounded here in a second. Okay. All right. I didn't know I was going to get arrested by the grammar police. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. So, um, uh, uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, she had been married several times before, and it is said that all of her husbands died of head wounds. <laughs> oh, no. Now, this feels, this bit of information feels like something, a rumor that could have just cropped up. Right. You know, because <laughs> their victims died of head wounds. And also, people just kind of made made this to go along with um, the story. And also, it's like playing. I don't know if they had telegrams back. Were telegrams invented yet? Uh, in that time, I don't know. That was very early, so I'm not. I'm not 100 sure if they were. Well, I don't think then so. essentially, if they're not, then they're essentially playing a long game of telephone. Right. Like, no, like, someone over here is like, yeah, she was married, and her husband died. Oh, and then it's the like, game, yeah, yeah game the game telephone, okay. Yeah. Like, tr- it transforms into something right. way worse. Yes. Um, uh, see, Pa's real name may have been John Flickinger. <laughs> John Jr.'s real name was John Gebhardt. And some people in the area said they knew John Jr. and Kate not by being brother and sister, but by being husband and wife. So the two younger ones oh. were actually married, some people said. Ooh. That's how they knew them, married, not brother and sister. Okay. So no one knows for sure what happened to the Benders, but a couple of rumors suggest Ma murdered Pa. This is, again, probably just rumors from right. uh, people. But Ma murdered Pa over stolen property <laughs> soon after they had fled 
from uh, Cherryville. Cherryville. Mm. Uh, others say Pa committed suicide in Lake Michigan in 1884. In Lake Michigan. See, that's very specific. I yeah. never found out why they got that specific. Like how, uh, like, but yeah, that is oddly specific. Right. Right. So, um, and it, it, maybe, maybe. Maybe. So okay, and here as a another little twist that I found in my oh, okay. research. Okay. I like how you're There is a possible research. Little House on the Prairie connection. Because mm. remember, that happened in Kansas. Right. Lori Ingalls Wilder's stories of her life were from Kansas. Right, but then why is there like a museum in South Dakota? I don't... We were going to visit that when we went there, but it was like too far away. That I don't... It was don't, like right next say. to the Iowa... South Dakota border. Well, they, I, I don't know. Okay, well, maybe you guys can answer that. <laughs> okay, so, so there's a possible Laura Ingalls Wilder connection. The Ingalls okay. lived about 20 miles south of Rutland Township. Okay. In 1937, Wilder recounted stories about several brief run-ins with the Benders, and on the night, on the night of the day they found the bodies. Charles Wilder was called out by a neighbor to help look for the benders, grabbing his gun on the way. Ooh. Charles Ingalls. Okay, so, but as I kept reading, I'm like, I'm reading the screen and I'm like, this is amazing. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's a connection to Little House on the Prairie, which is things we, you know, we read to you <laughs> as when you were younger. I have all the books still. Yes, exactly. Uh, but... Here we go. Unfortunately, this was admittedly a work of fiction <laughs> by Laura uh, Ingalls Wilder to try to appeal to older readers and was never presented as actual fact by the writer. So Dang it, Laura. She, this is, yeah, this is something she made up, but she totally was, you know, uh, 100% like this honest never about happened. it. She said this never happened. Well, and doesn't um, that kind of take credibility to to, away from her? No, no. If you're honest about it, and say, this happened, you know, but I embellished this part, you know. Okay. You know, if, if you're up front about it, you know, I think right. she, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> the Ingalls in, had moved out of Kansas to Wisconsin bef long before the discovery of the Benders. Uh, although it is possible that the Ingalls knew one of the victims, George Longore. Okay. Uh, as he may have lived in the area and close to the Ingalls when the Ingalls were in Kansas. But uh, that's from a, a census taken, and uh, the censuses back then were not, not very, uh, thorough and accurate. Like they are today. Right. So that, and that story is known as the Bloody Benders. Oh, okay. Yes, the Bloody Benders. Hmm. So what did you think? Um, that was honestly horrific. I, um, yes. When you said Old West, I was thinking of like cowboys and not like pioneers. Okay. Uh, well, well, yeah, I understand why you would think that. There was really no cowboys in this. There was just travelers. Yeah. Uh, People trying uh, to on make the frontier. a life. Yeah. Where Moving west. Yeah. Or actually, some of them were moving back east, <laughs> yeah. going east. But um, yeah, so 
yeah, it, it took turns. Uh, you know, the, yeah. this family mm. killing people, then they realized that it was really wasn't a family and you know yeah. it could have been two families and uh they or kinda... like it could have been a family but then the brother and sister were like they could have just they said they were husband and wife yeah and there were other accounts as to what happened but i i found so many different accounts as to what happened to them that right. i'm like i don't know which one was real yeah you know so there were some differing stories. So I, um, it's possible we know what happened to them, but there were so many, so many different possibilities, so many rumors yeah. that uh, I did not want to state that as fact for yeah. our podcast. That uh, good, yeah. yes. <laughs> good for you. So, um, so yeah, so that's the podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed uh, me in the driver's seat. I know it drives me crazy <laughs> when you're in the literal driver's seat. Um, of of the car but uh yeah I know. So. it's always oh my god you're gonna kill us because i accidentally hit the gas instead of the brakes okay, one time listen one time we were on two wheels we were not okay we were up wheels. on two wheels we it was like duke's hazard no. all right no it wasn't and i swear i swear she yelled yeehaw <laughs> okay okay and i thought i was gonna die you're i thought i was gonna die <laughs> no. you almost killed me you almost killed me. No. And your sister was in the back seat. How could you? Really? Well, like, you're the... Okay, it's a long story, long story, but... um. All right. It would have been... <laughs> yeah. Goodness. All right. So, remember, if you find yourself on this podcast, it means you, you done, done been murked. And don't forget to follow The Room Above the Attic on Instagram and Facebook as The Room Above the Attic. And if you like this podcast, make sure to share it with your friends so they can enjoy it too. That's right. Like us on Facebook, comment, let yes. us know. Please let us know what you think. Yes. Um, we're just beginning, uh, so but give us a break. Yeah. Don't be trolls. Don't. Don't <laughs> troll us. Be constructive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, goodbye.